welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at the theories surrounding it. I won't give you any answers, because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible, and references will be given after the stories. This is the opening week of season two, so there's an episode every day. This week has a theme. I won't be telling you what it is until Halloween, but you can guess if you like. Ways to contact me will be at the end of the episode if you want to guess. Today, though, we're looking at the Witch of Wookie Hole. Around a thousand years ago, in the village of Wookiee, rumours began about a woman who lived in the caves nearby. She lived there with her two pets, a goat and its kid. The villagers didn't know why she lived in the caves, but thought that it must have some dark significance and suspected that she was a witch. At the time, those who were suspected or accused of being witches were shunned by their neighbours potentially even being put on trial or executed. The legend of the witch says that anything that went wrong within the village was blamed on the woman who lived in the caves. If crops failed, cattle died, or people disappeared, she was the culprit. People thought she was casting hexes and curses on the people of the village. Some believed that it had something to do with a perceived hatred of happy couples. The villagers ended up frustrated, angry and frightened. They called for the abbot of Glastonbury to come and help them rid themselves of the witch. The abbot didn't want to go himself and sent a monk named Father Barnard in his stead to thwart the witch's plans, whatever they may be. When he reached Wookiee, he went straight to the caves with his holy protection objects, including a chalice. The witch was at the entrance and argued with the monk because she didn't want to leave the caves. They were her home and the monk had no business being there. She returned to the caves, leaving the monk standing in the mouth of the cave. Barnard returned to the village, where the villagers warned him not to enter the caves after her. They believed the gates of hell were inside, and that if he went in after her, he wouldn't return. Barnard knew that if he was to defeat the witch, he would have to follow her into the caves, and returned to them to find her. He entered the caves and followed her trail into one of the chambers within. Part of the river axe flowed through it, and Barnard collected some water in his chalice. He blessed the water, making it into holy water. Using his newly blessed water, he consecrated the chamber by sprinkling it through the place. The witch had been hiding, and he hoped it would break whatever invisibility spell she had cast on herself. Some of the water hit her, and the legend says that she let out a blood-curdling scream, followed by an unnatural silence. Barnard thrust his candle in the direction of the scream, showing him that the witch had turned to stone. 
Father Barnard returned to the Abbey after stopping the witch. As the hero of the story, it would make sense for him to be remembered. But in the modern day, Father Barnard is often forgotten while the witch is celebrated. Which is odd, since in some versions of the story, he was charged to exorcise the witch, and that was how she turned to stone. He fought her inside her cave, using Latin invocations to remove the evil from her, and his divine powers won, causing her to turn to stone. In a different version of the legend, the story of the witch is vastly different and much shorter. This version says that a man from Glastonbury had gotten engaged to a woman from Wookie, and the witch heard about it. Angry because she'd been jilted in the past herself, she laid a curse on the romance, causing it to fall apart. The man became a monk, making it his mission to find the witch to get revenge for what she had done. He blessed one of the rivers that runs through the caves and sprinkled it around them. The water splashed the witch, who had been hiding in the dark, and she turned to stone on the spot. The story of the Witch of Wookie Hole was first told in 1480 by William of Worcester. He said that there is a rock at the entrance of the caves called the Porter. Visitors to the caves would have to ask permission to enter them. Worcester also mentioned a rock formation within the cave that he said looked like a woman spinning with a drop spindle, but made no mention that she was a witch. Visitors to the cave today are told that the very same rock formation is the witch that Father Barnard fought with. The caves are known as Wookie Hole. It's possible that the name Wookie comes from a Celtic word, Ogoff. Meaning cave, it's believed to have appeared as Wokey, which is where the name Wookie came from. Hole is apparently an Anglo-Saxon term for cave. That means that Wookie Hole Cave just means cave, cave, cave. Another option for the name is that Wookie comes from the old English word Wookie, which is spelled slightly different. It's W-O-C-I-G and means animal trap. The caves nearby were called the Hall of Wookie, where the porter would grant permission to enter. Over time, it's possible that the name changed to Wookie Hall and then to Wookie Hole. The legend really gained popularity in the 18th century. Dr. Henry Harrington wrote a poem called The Witch of Wokey in 1748 and it was published in 1756. Harrington described her as being so ugly that nobody could love her and blames her loneliness on her becoming a witch. In 1912, Herbert Bulk, a local archeologist and geologist, found a shallow grave containing the bones of a woman. It was considered to be the witch's skeleton and was found in a layer that had been associated with coins from the late 4th century. The site was expanded, and archaeologists found goat bones, a black ball, a polished stalagmite ball, a comb, and a brooch. In a pit found beneath the site, 
they found an iron sickle, human bones and a knife. The general consensus on the items from the pit is that they are actually unrelated and not really proof that the witch existed. Regardless, the initial bones were attributed to the witch and are now on display at the Wells and Mendip Museum in Wells. The bones weren't the only ones to be found nearby. In the fourth chamber of the caves, Wookiee Hole Cemetery can be found. Bones from around 20 to 30 people have been found here, and it's believed that this chamber was used as a burial chamber for the local Romano-British community. This isn't too far a stretch, because there is evidence that people lived in the area as early as the Iron Age, all the way up to the Roman occupation of England and beyond then. There have even been fossils of European badgers, Pleistocene lions or the Eurasian cave lion, and the remains of Pleistocene cave hyenas. There is a lot of history in and around these caves. In 2017, staff at the Wookie Hole Caves found marks carved into the walls whilst designing a caving experience. The marks were dated and are believed to have been made between 1550 and 1750. Due to the nature of these marks, they're referred to as witch marks and were the largest concentration of protective marks in a British cave until the discovery in Cresswell Crags in 2019. Today, Wookiee Hole Caves are open to the public to visit for tours. You can visit the caves, a place called the Enchanted Valley, the Cave Diving Museum, Dinosaur Grove, you can watch the circus at the mill, or even go cave diving yourself as part of Wild Wookiee. They're open seven days a week during the school holidays in the UK and open weekends between November and February as well if you wanted to go and visit. Who is the Witch of Wookie Hole? Did she really turn to stone? What have these bones got to do with it? All of these questions are left unanswered with the story of the witch. Hopefully, I can shed a little light on the mystery. The first problem we run into here is the bones. The legend tells of how the witch was turned to stone. So how could her bones have been found? It doesn't make much sense at all. One of the two options has to have happened. Except something is wrong with one of the options. In fact, the bones aren't really the bones of the witch. Scientists had them analysed and found that most of the bones belonged to a man between the ages of 25 and 35. Which leaves us with just the stone. On a tour of the caves, a rock formation gets pointed out and is supposed to look like a woman, specifically the witch. So it's still a possibility that she was actually turned to stone, although it would be difficult to prove it. The witch herself may also not have been a witch, just a woman. But because she lived alone in the caves, the people nearby would likely be wary of her. 
It could have been a tradition going way back to the days of the Celtic people. Or perhaps she just wanted to live in the caves. The answer to that question will never be known due to the superstition surrounding her. On the other side of that, she may well have been a witch. In the story of Killock Ak Owen, he is tasked with collecting the blood of the Black Witch. The Black Witch lived in a place called the Valley of Grief in the uplands of hell. We already know that the people of Wookiee believed that the caves were the gateway to hell and they can be found near the Ebba Gorge, which could be the Valley of Grief. It's possible that the myth itself links to the legend of the Witch of Wookiee Hull, but also to other legends surrounding the area, such as King Arthur. Could the witch have had something to do with Excalibur? I think that's a reach, even for me. It's still possible that Killock travelled to the Ebba Gorge and Wookiee Hole to fight a witch, although maybe not the one from the legend of Father Barnard. That would likely be a different person, upholding a tradition we don't know about. That's all I have in terms of who the Wookiee Hole witch was and what might have happened to her. Was she really a witch or just a poor woman who lived in the caves? Did she really get turned to stone? I can't give you the answers to that. They're probably buried in history that's been lost. Whatever you believe, evidence of the witch can be found inside Wookiee Hole Caves. If you go and visit, be careful. Her spells might still be around, or you might get visited by her. The story from this episode came from the Wookiee Hole website's page on the witch, an icy Sedwick page called The Witch of Wookiee Hole, Petrified for All Time, and a Patheos article by The Witches Next Door called The Witch of Wookiee Hole. The theories from this episode came from the previous articles and a historic mysteries article called Who Guards the Wookiee Hole Caves? The Legend of the Wookiee Hole Witch. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and post short pieces of episodes on TikTok. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There is a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special just for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with the things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. The next episode is going to be out tomorrow and will follow the same theme as today. See if you can figure it out. Remember, there's not long to wait, so hold on until then. (laughs) 